The following content is not intended as a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Welcome, everyone. My name is Marina Sprocky Spriggs, and I'm the host of Always Another Way podcast. I have a master's in professional counseling, and I'm the Ippy Award-winning author of Stop Looking for a Husband, Find the Love of Your Life, and Nasty Divorce, A Kid's Eye View. I write positive divorce advice for the HuffPost, and I'm trained in clinical hypnosis. And this podcast speaks to out-of-the-box thinkers, and it's for those who hear the call of hope and always another way. And if you're very rigid and set in your beliefs, this is probably not your cup of tea. However, you should note, taste can and do change. And today, I just want to thank all of you for listening to the podcast. We are on episode 62 now. And if you have not yet already, from your podcast app on your phone, go ahead and subscribe and rate to the Always Another Way podcast. The more subscribers and the more ratings we have, the more people that can hear this fabulous, fabulous content. And our February sponsor is Ozone Clinics in Dallas, Texas. They are at ohzoneclinics.com. And today I want to tell you about the ozonated blood therapy. And maybe you have not heard of that, but I found this place organically and it is a complete game changer. So what they do uh, to get you some ozonated blood, this treatment entails pulling 100 to 250 cc's of blood out of the body, and then they push ozone into it while it's in the bag. Then after saturating your blood with ozone and oxygen, they place it back into your body via the IV. And this therapy is the quickest way to jumpstart your immune system, boost your oxygen levels, purify your blood, and detox you on a cellular level. Ozone is known to kill bacteria, fungus, yeast, mold, parasites, and fungi in the body and will attach itself to any heavy metals, allowing you to detox them out of the body. This treatment will improve circulation by cleaning arteries and veins. And if you are looking to jumpstart your ozone, this is the best treatment to accomplish it and is equal to 10 ozone saunas. So if you have not been there, I'm telling you, Just try it and you will feel better. So back to our show today. And, um, you know, if you've been listening for a while, I've written a book called Nasty Divorce, A Kid's Eye View, which details its stories from children and adult children of high conflict divorce and all the damage that occurs during a high conflict divorce. It's extremely depressing because that's the nature of it. But my next guest is going to show you that there is another way to do divorce. It does not have to be bad, knock down, or drag out. There are many different approaches that will eliminate the need for having high conflict, damage to yourselves, damage to children, but can really propel you on a totally different, totally different plane set. She has actually written the book that is the roadmap for something better. So Gabrielle Hartley is an attorney, meditator, consultant, speaker, and author. She's known for her unique, non-toxic approach to divorce that she's developed over two decades in practice. 
Gabrielle keeps 99% of her cases out of the courtroom and at the negotiating table as she effectively supports her clients to create a healthy, uplifted post-divorce life for them. Gabrielle launched Your Elegant Divorce to offer support to clients regardless of their location. After growing up in New York City, Gabrielle attended Cornell University and Brooklyn Law School. She served as a court attorney for Judge Jeffrey Sunshine in New York City's Matrimonial Court and is a member of the Massachusetts Council on Family Mediation. She currently resides in Northampton, Massachusetts with her husband and three sons, and she is the author of the book, Better Apart. So welcome to the show, Gabrielle. Thank you so much. It's such an honor and pleasure to be here. Yes, and I just love it that you've just been doing all the options of just things that people can do differently. And um, so with all your experience, what prompted you to take it from your practical into writing this book? So um, I grew up with parents who divorced really well at a time when that was really not the norm. And they were always kind of bragging about how amazing they were at being divorced. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, my brother and I were like, well, you know, it's not like things were perfect. Um, then I went and I worked for Judge Sunshine on Staten Island and in Brooklyn in the matrimonial court. And what I found was how unbelievably horribly divorce went for so, so many families. And I figured it was hard for us, even with parents who did the best they could, um, how much harder must it be for the children of families who were really derailed, you know, fighting and letting things get amped up. So over time, I started to realize how lucky I was and that my parents really modeled something wonderful. And I was able to bring that into my private practice with the clients that I work on on a one-to-one basis, mediating and representing people both in and out of court. And I really have given a lot of thought about how could I bring these messages forward so that everybody could learn about the roadmap to having an elegant divorce. And, you know, not everybody can get along and not everybody is separating or divorcing from somebody who's reasonable, who has a, a clear mind or who's ready or willing to interact in a respectful, elegant way. But what your what better apart does it lays out through five pillars the way that you can hold yourself and be the beacon of sort of beacon of light for your your own roadmap forward and for that of your children and your family and everyone around you i love that because that is true it's the only person that you can control is yourself and so rather than just throw it away and be like okay this person's going to be just unreasonable i've got to like match them with unreasonability which, you know, that just all goes down bad roads. You give people the roadmap. And, and what I really like uh, about your book, it's just, it's laid out so nice. So for anybody to pick it up that maybe just wants to even just learn like, hey, I don't have to go down the bad path regardless of my other person. I can start with me. And, um, and I like that you are incorporating not just, you know, tips and your, you know, your own experience, things that you know, but adding in, elements of like yoga and meditation to this process. And I just kind of want to know, I mean, I like those things. I think they're important, (laughs) but how did you decide like, okay, I'm going to add these elements in and why are they important? 
So I um, came to yoga and meditation in my 20s. And even when I worked for the court and I was, you know, on the board of directors of the women's bar and families law sections in New York, I was always running out to go to my yoga and um, and I'm pretty high octane <laughs> by personality. And it just occurred to me while I'd spend my days listening to people fighting and my evenings listening to someone saying, you're grounded, <laughs> feel your feet, listen to the sounds in your mind and then breathe through them. Create a new mantra or affirmation for yourself to bring yourself a sense of wholeness and completeness. And it was just such a natural pairing to me. And actually, um, when I started to look for an agent, because it's quite a process um, to get a book like this off the ground, a, a lot of people kind of looked at me quizzically or sent me letters like, thank you, but no thank you, because mm -hmm. um, they thought it was really strange to bring in mindfulness and divorce. But really, what better thing can get you through any horrible adverse situation than yourself, right? Yeah. Like we're all, we're told that by our parents or by our teachers, mind your own business, right? Mind your own business. What does that mean? That, that, that might seem like you're being scolded, but we can flip that around and look that as rely on yourself, right? And, and so the book is not one of tough, tough love. It's a one of, of kind love and um, giving and, and opening yourself up to be a portal of compassion for yourself, I love that. And that is just like, it makes such a, like such a game changer to just add those elements into things. And then, you know, what I think for anybody listening and thinking, no, oh, no, but you know, I'm a trauma therapist and just like probably divorce, you hear all that just, and that's oh, traumatic yeah. to hear all the, just the awful things that people do, you know, to be able to let that go. And especially if you're living it live and all the research behind meditation and yoga it's just and and you include mantras and just you've you've got it all in there which is just so cool um so so somebody's saying okay well i just know okay i've got this person and divorce is just nasty and it has this stigma and um you know i know gwyneth paltrow had come out they'd use the word conscious uncoupling uncoupling which i really liked but it got a lot of like you know, haters just, oh, conscious and complain, why are you going to do that? But, <laughs> but I remember, you know, and there was a, a therapist that I'd went to when I got divorced and she's like, it doesn't have to be nasty. You do not have to define it as such. And just giving permission for people to be better apart. What do you suggest? What are some different approaches to, you know, just thinking about divorce? First, I just want to um, thank you so much for even mentioning uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's Conscious Uncoupling. When she came out with that, I, I said to my husband, uh, I am going to write this book and bring this forward. And in fact, I have um, a blurb from her. She called it potent accessible tools for your and your family's future. And yeah. um, I know it's pretty exciting. And and so it is all, it was also very heavily reviewed by psychologists and child psychologists to make sure the tools were really um, in line with therapy as I'm not a mental health professional. Yeah. Um, so we look at being better apart through five lenses, which are patience, clarity, peace, respect and forgiveness. And they're not necessarily in any particular order, but I would say you really need to start with patience um, because 
when we feel bad, what do we want? We want it to go away. We want the pain to leave us, right? Because right. <laughs> who wants to feel bad? I don't, you uh -huh. don't, I don't think, right? Um, and so what is the first thing that many people do when they're feeling impatient? They start to behave impulsively, right? Mm -hmm. They start to blame other people for their feeling. Um, they, and, and they, and it's not typically in our culture, the normal thing to decide to go inward, mm -hmm. right? And say, let me think about my life a little bit differently right now. This is an opportunity to take a step back in order to make a leap forward, right? So that mm -hmm. might sound nice. So how do we do that? Well, the first thing for any of these five pillars is to sit still, take space, and breathe. Okay, that might sound boring, but breathing is like the most potent, unbelievable thing that we can all do that can slow down our thinking, slow down our bodies, and start to bring some peace to our minds so that we can get away from all the emotion and get into our thinking minds. And even when people um, are seeing trauma therapists, which is, I cannot encourage people enough to go and see a trauma therapist while you're getting through this trauma because divorce is a trauma. Yeah. There are things that you can do beyond your therapist's couch and outside of your lawyer's office. So um, one simple thing is to give yourself a message that informs you of how you want to feel. Okay, so you should make the message specific, present, and positive. So if you're feeling really agitated, maybe you tell yourself, I am calm. Okay, and so you're going to tell yourself, I am calm when you wake up, when you're eating breakfast, whenever you just find yourself walking. Notice, because what we want to do is start tuning into what we're actually feeling and thinking and start to remap how we're thinking so that it's positive instead of negative. Okay, and, and, and we may have to stop at neutrality, right? But the goal is positivity. Yeah, I love that. Neutrality is where it all begins. Yeah, and it's it's true. When you're angry, you can't think, and you make bad decisions. A hundred percent. fact. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, and I love that, just the, the mantra, and that is also true, too. You keep doing that, the mind, and then you start to pick up on that, and it just keeps going that way. I love it's it. It's like magic. It's like crazy. It is. It is, and it's free. <laughs> it's free. And, and the other thing, if I could just say one quick sure. thing, is that... Yeah. Um, when we do any of the practices in better apart, just like anything else we do, we need to make it a habit so that when we're triggered and our situations are difficult, we don't need to call it up. It's right there. And so how do you make something a habit? We do it regularly and you start off by doing it at certain times of the day. Maybe you just tell yourself, you know, every three hours on the hour, I'm going to say I'm calm because then when you're X sends you five annoying emails and you haven't set up a separate email account or whatever, whatever for them, you're like, oh, I'm calm. I'm calm. I'm going to breathe in and out through my nose three times. And, and you know what? You might not feel like a Zen Buddhist, but you might just slow it down a little and not send that reactive email in return that's going to wind you up in trouble. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. So now let's go back to, well... Why some people are better when they're apart, <laughs> besides the so, obvious. <laughs> yeah, so there are a lot of people who find one another um, because they're, for a variety of psychological reasons, right? They might be 
reenacting something from childhood. They might have just met young and it might have been the right time to get married. Um, there are a lot of people where the dynamic is no longer serving them or their family. And it's sometimes time to separate. And oftentimes, people who separate, who were acrimonious as a couple, are able to elevate their own behavior because their expectations of one another are now shifted, right? So it's a lot easier to be a nice friend than it is to be a full-time partner with all your annoying quirks and habits. And our expectations of your ex are maybe even lower than they are of your ordinary friend, right? And so we have a whole shift in what our expectations are. And if, I mean, if you're lucky enough to have two participants who want to be better, um, you know, you're, you're doing, giving your kids such a gift. If it's only one of you, you're giving yourself a gift and you're giving your kids a gift and you just have to stay the course because the ultimate portal is compassion. Um, I think forgiveness is, um, there, there's a quote that I love that I say all the time, um, um, holding on to anger is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. Right. And so that's something we want to move away from so that we can start getting into where we want to be. Let's concentrate our energy on things that make us feel happy and not waste our time and our mind's loop on negative things because all we really are is the stories we tell ourselves, right? Like yeah. how we dress, what we drive, who we hang out with, where we live. Those are all external trappings, but they don't actually inform us in a deep way that serve us in our minds and our hearts, if that makes sense. Oh, it absolutely does. And then another incentive, repressed anger is a cardiac killer for people. All of that. Absolutely. All the research. So if you don't want to die and leave your kids with that other ex, <laughs> incentive that way. Yeah. Um, so what? So speaking of those emotions, so you have these outwardly emotions, all this stuff is going on, you know, during a divorce, how do you kind of advise people to manage those emotions, especially when they have kids? So one thing that I tell everybody to do is to not react. It doesn't mean to ignore, but it means to take space. That's taking space is probably the most important thing we can do. That doesn't, so, so what does that mean? If I say don't ignore, but take space, that means that you acknowledge what the what your spouse has said. I heard your request for such and such and such. I'm thinking I will be back to you by X time. And maybe pick a time in four hours, right? Or or if the person emails you incessantly, or even not incessantly, but it's upsetting to receive an email while you're sitting at work, maybe establish a separate email account and commit to signing into that email account once or twice a day at specified times. And that way you're not blindsided while you're trying to co concentrate on something, excuse me, um, and you're able to respond in a way that's calm and metered. And um, one thing that I encourage all my clients to do behind the scenes is to take a really hard look at what they want and what they need and to find the balance, right? So, I mean, my book has in it these five pillars which come with meditations and you know, all different kinds of things, listing and exercises, writing exercises. But I also go through all the financial concerns, all the parenting things that we need to think about. 
as well as different approaches to your divorce, because there are so many ways to get divorced these days. It's just not cookie cutter. Yeah, I love that. And I love that people have those options. So speaking of that, you know, who, who do you think, you know, is, this book is for anybody like even contemplating it? Can you still get into it if you're in the throes of it? Uh, which, oh my which gosh. I think so, yeah. but <laughs> I, I mean, between, so, okay. So, so that is such a great question. I'm so glad you asked that. Mm -hmm. um, it is so good, no matter what stage you're in. I actually think from, if you read the book broadly, it's for all of us not having to do with relationships. Um, the five pillars apply to each of us in our lives whenever we need a tune up. Mm -hmm. But in terms of people who are getting divorced, we tried to make the book really digestible and easy so you could open it even when you're in the throes of the divorce. Well after the divorce, it should feel really um, um, validating. It's like two friends, Elena Brower, um, who's the yoga person, and I kind of go back and forth with support. And we really bring up practically everything that we, I've seen, and I've done like a thousand divorces across mm -hmm. my desk in one way or another. If you're contemplating divorce, we actually have a section called pause. Do you really need a divorce? You may not need a divorce. And um, it encourages the reader to take a look at the book and the practices and see how it may apply to your life. Maybe with some small shifts in your self-care, in your responsiveness rather than reactivity. reactivity and um, becoming a bit more patient, maybe you can actually stay married. Maybe you just need to shift your expectations some. Oh, I love that. I love that because there's just so many good things that come with all of that stuff that you've included in there. And you're so right. It can be for really anybody just with tips to get to know themselves in any relationship they're in that can be conflictual. Um, I absolutely because a, love that. a lot of times we get stuck in blame cycles and often we've been contributing to the to the dynamic and then when we don't like the role we have in the dynamic we look at our partner and we're like how did you do this to me even though we participated in doing it to ourselves yeah right 50 50 two people in a relationship even though you know yeah go this totally. way a little <laughs> bit yeah so what other things do you think are important for people to know that are listening right now that are just like i have a i'm you know things just aren't working out we're going down the road of divorce i know i can have this guide here with me yeah. what what do you think is good for people to know that we haven't talked so about so first of all yeah first of all however you are right now is not reflective of who you are and what the rest of your life is going to be like, right? Because yes. every moment is a moment to press restart. Yeah. If you're dealing with issues around your children, just know that there is not one size fits all. Parenting can be done in so many different ways. We all have different personalities. If you can get each other to the table and come up with a solution, even if you have lawyers present, if you can come up with a solution together, it has a much higher likelihood of sticking and lasting. Um, there is no shame in getting a therapist. A lot of people don't like therapists um, or they think there's something wrong with them. There's nothing wrong with you. You're a human. Life is hard. Getting through hard things is hard. Right. <laughs> and, you know, I support people. I, I do um, online mediation for people all over the country. And I also support a lot of people with divorce coaching. And I work in tandem with their trauma therapist and their their lawyers, because 
it's just, it's a really, really hard thing. You have to go through the grief, you have to go through the anger, and then you can come out on the other side and tune up your life because you know, um, that expression that does, which does not kill us makes us stronger. It's really true, but it's not going to just make you strong if you don't do the work. Yeah. Right. But this work is kind of fun. So the first thing I would say to do, if you're feeling totally miserable is force yourself militantly to enjoy at least a half hour of your day to begin with. Okay. Just a half hour for the first week. I don't care if you talk to some friend who just somehow makes you laugh or watch some dumb movie or whatever it is that lifts you Go ahead and do that and then build from there. And if anybody wants to get in contact with me and enjoy the what's remaining of the um, 28 days of Valentine's Day of Better Apart, you can go ahead on GabrielleHartley.com and opt in to my gift for this month. And I'll have ongoing gifts um, for any of my followers um, or if they want to engage with me for anything. Nice. So where else can people find you so they can find you on your website? And I'm going to put all this in the show notes so that you'll okay. be able to look everywhere to see where you can find. So, the, so to find the book, the book is available. It should be at all your local bookstores. It's certainly available on Amazon, on Barnes and Noble. You know, um, it's published by HarperCollins. So it's should be in any local bookstore. If they don't have it, um, you can ask, you can for, ask it. for it. Yeah. Very, very cool. And then, um, and then your 28 days of Valentine's, what are you doing with that? Yeah. So each day, any subscriber gets one thing to work on because the whole point of, of becoming better apart is recognizing that it's an iterative process and it takes place over time. So one day we do patience. And so I might ask you to make a list about things that make you feel good. Or another day we do respect and I might have you you know, cut out a picture of something that makes you feel worthy. And it might be something that made you feel worthy when you were 10 years old. I mean, each day has a carefully designed exercise. And some days it's just a saying. Some days it says, you know, make sure you say your mantra 10 times. Um, and next month we have a little surprise in store, which is around um, the idea of positive visualization visualizing, internalizing, and realizing. And that's really exciting. And that stuff works. I know it sounds a little hocus pocus. I don't know how many lawyers you've had on your show, but I'm definitely, I'm an out of the box lawyer. I, that's why you're on the show, not out of the box. Yeah. And I do um, clinical hypnosis and so in guided oh, imagery. So awesome. I know all about that stuff and it indeed It's incredible, works. isn't it? Oh, it absolutely. I've so, it, been using it for over 25 years. It works for sure. It works. It yeah. works. I mean, I, you're probably talking to believers. I've got people who just come into a lawyer's office and I have to be careful, you know, not to sound too woo woo. <laughs> well, and here's the thing that this is about another way and about what you've put out there is you don't know unless you try something. And That's that is the right. truth. And if you spend 30 minutes just visualizing something awesome, even if you've just relaxed your brain <laughs> and there's just, there's legit research on what meditation and relaxing the brain just does for your stress levels to increase better chemicals in your brain. It's, it's a win-win, really. It really is. And, and also, we really can change the way that we think. We can change. Um, I mean, I believe that. I don't know if you've read Carol Dweck's book or, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of research on neuroplasticity. Plasticity. Oh, yeah. Um, we just really need to focus on where we want to go. And that's how we get there. We focus on it and then we make incremental steps to put ourselves there. And part of the 
the um, footprint laid out by Better Apart is recognizing the negative and then rewriting it. Love so it. we're not ignoring things. This book is not a gloss over. It's a deep dive. I mean, yeah, you, you can do as much or as little with it that you want, but it really takes you through and forward so that you can get to where you have had that little voice in your head telling you you could go, but you never really thought you could, but you can. Yeah, I love it. It's a complete game changer. And this book really for anybody that's contemplating in, in the throes of it or afterwards, it will even change your life for the better. Years. Yeah. Sorry, even or two, I've, I've gotten calls from, um, from people who have read the book and emails who got divorced 20, 30 years ago and they, they just... It, it almost feels like a relief to them to, yeah. to read this, which I, I did not actually contemplate that when I wrote it, but it's turned out that it's not just like for the five years, you know, if, if um, you know, you see it and you don't read it at first, stick it on a shelf. And when you're ready, take a look at it because I, I think it's going to be healing. It is. And there's so many just practical tips and just easy things for people to do in this book that you don't, they're not required to get extra stuff. You can just do them. They're very clearly written out and it can be just an absolute, absolute game changer. I love it. Thank you so much. So for all of you listening, and thank you very much, Gabrielle, for being on. And I love all the information you have and definitely get better apart it because if we could change the landscape of mm. the way people divorce and then you don't have to, the one that I have is just all what happens when things are nasty and nasty and high conflict divorce leaves lasting mental health issues on people that span years and decades and go generation to generation. So you can stop that right now. Yeah. Inter <laughs> interrupt that cycle. Interrupt that cycle and Gabrielle's provided you the roadmap because we're not all born knowing things. And like you said, when you know better, you can do better. And if you can learn from something that, you know, divorce isn't fun for anyone, but if you can make it, change that story and make it a learning lesson and make it better apart, I mean, why not? <laughs> totally. And, and just one more thing, Elena yeah. Brower, who is my contributor, um, she is the real deal. She's a world-renowned yoga and meditation um, guru. And she, she just adds really beautiful messages. And she tells a lot of personal stories too that I think are nice for the reader. Awesome. I love it. Well, thank you so very much. And for all of you listening, you know that there is always another way.